This episode of Tearsheets Payments Podcast is sponsored by Quavo. With their flagship offering QFD, Quavo has created a chargeback management solution for issuers of all sizes. Hey there, welcome back to the Power of Payments Podcast. I'm your host, Ismail Umar, and in today's episode, I'm joined by Josh Ackerman, who is the product lead at Stripe. Josh leads a team of product managers that are constantly building and improving Stripe's core payment products, which include Stripe Checkout, Stripe Payment Links, and Stripe Elements. His team creates APIs that allow startups, growth stage companies, and larger enterprises to accept online payments. These products are used by millions of merchants and billions of end customers in different parts of the world. Josh joins me today to discuss some important findings from Stripe's recent State of Checkouts report. He talks about the gaps that exist between consumer expectations from online checkout and what most merchants currently offer, as well as about how the checkout experience has evolved over the years. So here's my conversation with Josh Ackerman. Um, My name is Josh Ackerman. I'm a product lead at Stripe. And I specifically focus on our core payment products. So Stripe Elements, Stripe Checkout, and Stripe Payment Links. And at Stripe, we're building financial infrastructure for the internet. And millions of companies of all sizes, from startups to Fortune 500s, use our software and our APIs to accept payments, send payouts, and manage their businesses online. My team and I specifically focus on how we can enable merchants to build the most seamless checkout flows on the internet and ensure that their consumers have the best experience when coming to their websites and using their products. So as someone who has been working a lot with checkout and working on Stripe checkout, can you tell us why it's so important for a business to to offer a smooth online checkout experience? Absolutely. Well, I guess to start, the first thing that I want to acknowledge is that the checkout flow is probably the most important part of your business. It's the last step. At that moment, you as a company have worked so diligently to you know, uh, showcase to a consumer all the value that your product or service will offer. And at the end of the day, like, you want that consumer to click the buy button on their checkout flow and to be able to do so without hesitation and with confidence that they're making a a purchase um, and able to do so successfully. Um, And one of the things that's really striking is that uh, my colleagues and I at Stripe recently published the 2022 State of Checkouts report, and we saw a dramatic number of discrepancies between how merchants are currently presenting payment details via their checkout flow and what consumers want and need. Right. Can you maybe elaborate on that? Like what kind of gaps do you see between what online shoppers demand and expect from their checkout experience and and what is being currently offered by most e-commerce websites? What kind of gaps exist? Can you discuss those? Totally. Um Well, first, as part of the report, we analyzed the checkout flows of 1,600 e-commerce websites globally, and we also surveyed 1,600 consumers to see how checkout flows were matching up to their expectations. Um, One of our first big findings was around payment methods. Um, 
For example, consumers expect websites to offer their preferred payment methods. And 85% of consumers said they would abandon a checkout flow that didn't have a preferred payment method that they know and have used before. Um, however, uh, in North America, uh, specifically, 51% of customers are more likely to complete a purchase if like a buy now, pay later payment method is offered, yet only 33% of websites actually provide them. So this is just like a quick example of like the discrepancy between, you know, what consumers are asking for versus what merchants are offering. Another big um, learning that we had coming out of this report was all around the speed of checkout and that impacting customer spending. For example, Online shoppers just want the checkout process to be fast, and frankly, they'll leave when it's not. 60% um, of shoppers said that they would abandon a purchase if the checkout process took two minutes. Yet, in reality, the average checkout flow takes more than three minutes. Um, in addition, we saw that 95% of e-commerce sites make five or more what we consider to be basic errors that slow down the checkout process. And there are small things that... Um, that companies can do to really make a bigger impact. A nice example of this beyond showing payment methods is when a consumer has to punch in, let's say, a postal code number, showing a numeric keypad instead of an alpha keypad uh, on mobile is critically important. Um, or even enabling uh, consumers to use wallets is also critically important. And yet far too few merchants actually offer these options. Mm -hmm. And I think it would also be interesting to maybe talk about regional differences uh, if you came across any of those. Like, I believe the report looked at businesses in North America, Europe, and Asia Pacific. So I was wondering if you came across any interesting differences in, in the kinds of checkout-related problems with businesses in these different regions, and whether any of the issues are specific to U.S. businesses. Yes, that's correct. We took a look at, um, as part of the 2022 State of Checkouts report, uh, we analyzed a number of different sites globally and also talked to global consumers. Um, more specifically, we analyzed the top 217 global B2C subscription websites that offer digital content and physical goods based on website traffic that we gathered from Crunchbase. Um, and so we took a look at sites across media and streaming, file sharing, fitness apps, food delivery, e-learning, and news. Um, we also surveyed um, a ton of consumers to uncover insights around their shopping behavior and trends, uh, payment preferences, and factors that affect their checkout experience. Um, some examples that we heard um, of things that consumers are demanding uh, is, let's say, when we're, when we're talking about global consumers, um, Consumers in Poland want to see a payment method like Bleak that they know and are familiar with. Same thing with Japanese consumers preferring Konbini. Um, and here in the U.S., uh, consumers wanting to see a buy now, pay later method like Affirm or Afterpay. Um, one of the things that we've done at Stripe is we have spent a tremendous amount of time and energy optimizing our products like Stripe Checkout and the Stripe Payment Element to support all of these regional differences and nuances, um, including 25 different payment methods through a single integration. And what we saw actually in doing so and in optimizing these products globally 
for um, our merchants and for their customers is that we actually were able to increase checkout conversion holistically by 3%. And when you think about that across all of the millions of merchants that Stripe supports, that's actually a really massive conversion boost. This episode is sponsored by Quavo. When issuers partner with Quavo in their fraud and dispute solution QFT, they're getting much more than just a claim system. Quavo continues to partner with their clients to ensure that they stay up to date on all association changes, including mandate changes that occur biannually. Quavo works to ensure that their clients are always informed and ahead of the game. For more information, head over to Quavo.com. Right. While we're on this topic of how Stripe can resolve these checkout-related issues, can you elaborate a little bit more on that? Um, Like, how does Stripe plan to use these insights that it's gained from this report to resolve these checkout-related issues that companies currently face? Totally. We loved partnering with Edgar Dunn and company to actually build the report because, you know, selfishly as Stripe, if we can figure out ways to optimize checkout experiences, ultimately what that means is that we can take that burden off of our merchants. Uh, So our merchants who are using Stripe just don't have to think as much about their purchase flows and can instead focus on building their core products and services and their core business. What we're doing is uh, we're building products like I referenced, uh, like Stripe Checkout and the Stripe Payment Element. And I'll tell you quickly about both of those. Stripe Checkout is a pre-built uh, Stripe-hosted experience that businesses can use and customize their brand on it. Um, businesses who want a more bespoke payment flow can then use Stripe Payment Element, which are a set of pre-built components that merchants can insert into their own checkout pages and customize to their liking. Now, both Checkout and Elements make it really easy for businesses to provide customers with a friction-free checkout experience. Everything from the different payment methods that I referenced to supporting 135 currencies to supporting fully localized experiences uh, in the native language of the consumer when they're coming to your checkout flow. So for example, um, if there is a consumer in France who lands on a Stripe checkout website, Um, We'll be localizing that page in French and providing French payment methods um, like carte bancaire directly to the consumer. Uh, Lastly, one quick note here is that uh, we're also building and launching um, a one-click payment method called Link. Um, This is uh, a payment method that's actually shared across the Stripe network. And it's really powerful because uh, when a consumer joins the Link network, uh, that their one-click checkout flow actually will cascade to all other merchants that use Stripe. And so we're, we're building Link and investing in Link uh, because we know it will support merchants in enabling them to see higher conversion gains. And it'll also support consumers who, frankly, don't want to type in their payment instrument details on every single merchant website. And so we're really excited about many of these improvements that we're bringing to Stripe as a result of our 2022 State of Checkouts report. That's wonderful. Now, I would also like to talk about the evolution of the online checkout experience. Like, How would you say 
the online checkout experience has evolved over the years. What what kind of improvements have already been made over time? Where do you see room for improvement? And how do you see the future of the space? Totally. We've seen a ton of evolution in checkout flows uh, over the course of the past decade. I would say potentially the biggest transition is merchants waking up and having a much clearer understanding of just how complex payments are. And in, in learning about the nuances and complexity of the payments landscape, merchants have uh, quite often decided to hand payments off to um, a provider like Stripe who can support them. And ultimately, uh, we have especially seen this trend, not just from like our smallest startups who are coming to Stripe, but even from some of our largest Fortune 500 uh, enterprises that are looking to uh, focus on their core product um, without having to worry about all of the overhead associated with building the right payments experience. Um, we've seen that consumer trends in payments, uh, not only as we've talked quite a bit about today, are localized on a per region basis, but they're also changing over time with the proliferation of new payment methods, um, with the proliferation of new uh, let's say, delivery services uh, for physical goods and e-commerce, the proliferation of uh, new ways of distributing digital content. Um, and we really want to try and support merchants so that they can focus and, and take a step back and focus on their core product without having to worry about the payments pieces. Um, and so a lot of times uh, we've seen that merchants uh, come to Stripe and they take pieces of Stripe's infrastructure and they just insert it directly into their business. And that's really exciting for us because uh, we're, we obviously love partnering with businesses to, to do just that. Uh, but the second piece is that it makes it so seamless for a merchant to be able to kind of, you know, take this really big, uh, gnarly world of, let's say, payments, fraud, tax and decide, I'm going to hand that over to Stripe and I'm not going to worry about it. Potentially one of my favorite quotes um, from, uh, from a business that I've worked really closely with said to me like, Josh, because we use Stripe Checkout, our engineering team just sleeps better at night, knowing that it's like one less thing that we have to think about. And that really made my day when I heard it because um, it's almost like, you know, we as Stripe are part of the internal team uh, of that business and we're supporting their team and being able to, you know, focus on their core product and ideally get a little bit more sleep too. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And to end our conversation, uh, maybe we can look into the future at Stripe. Can you give me an idea about what kind of future plans um, you have at Stripe? What what can we expect? Uh, what's on the horizon? Totally. Um, at Stripe, we are just committed to building the uh, best-in-class financial infrastructure for the internet. And so when it comes to online payments and checkout flows, um, we really want to continue to uh, optimize our products so that they're the most seamless and the strongest products on the market for businesses of all sizes and uh, for consumers as well who are seeing these checkout flows in the wild. Um, but I think when it comes to where we're going, you know, we're thinking a lot, not just about uh, building and optimizing that core checkout flow. We're also thinking about uh, how to better bring Stripe global 
um, and accept payments from anyone all over the world and support merchants globally as well. We're thinking a ton about how we can improve uh, payments for platforms and marketplaces, as well as subscription management and invoices. Um, and then we're also dedicating a ton of time and energy to building a whole suite of revenue and financial management products to help merchants automate their revenue collection and their finance financials. Um, and then lastly, we have spent a tremendous amount of energy over the course of the past few years also really investing in our banking as a service products. So what might it look like for you to be able to embed financial services directly in your platform or in your product, which is where we've invested in products like Stripe Capital, Stripe Issuing, and Stripe Treasury. And so um, you're going to see a lot more from us in these three domains, global payments, revenue and financial management, and banking as a service. Um, and we're excited to continue to, to work to support a range of different use cases across all these three domains globally. Um, if there's one thing that you take away from our conversation today, as you're thinking about bringing payments to your business and optimizing your business's experience, I hope that you really think about putting yourself in the shoes of your consumers and thinking about if they, if, if you jumped onto your website and didn't know very much about your business, um, would you go through and actually purchase the product or service that you're selling? Um, in putting yourself in the shoes of your consumer, hopefully you'll be able to see um, a little bit more clearly some ways that you can optimize your checkout flows and make payments even more seamless so that when your consumer gets to that very last stage, they don't have any hesitation about clicking yes and converting from a prospect to a paying customer. Now, as we've talked quite a bit about today, unfortunately, 95% of e-commerce sites, as we learned through the State of Checkouts report, make just a number of basic errors that just slow down the checkout process for your customers. And we're hopeful that you'll check out the report, learn a little bit about how you can streamline payments, and hopefully optimize your checkout flows to make them a little bit more seamless. Uh, and hopefully you'll see stronger conversion and better retaining customers as a result. Awesome. Thank you so much, Josh, for joining me. This was great. Thank you so much for having me. Great meeting you. You just heard my conversation with Josh Ackerman, product lead at Stripe. You can read the full transcript of our conversation on the Tearsheet website. And that brings us to the end of today's episode. As always, thanks a lot for joining me today and I will catch you back here in two weeks.